Hello, everybody. Another episode of Living in Carrollton, Georgia. Um, I'm actually live from Temple, Georgia. Um, I am at my job right now. Some of you need to do the same. Go find one. Anyways. Um, so I just wanted to come on and talk about this baby situation and a couple more things. But, you know, wh- when is it a crime in this country to not agree with homosexuality? Why are people trying to cancel people for not agreeing with it? I mean, yeah, what he said, he doesn't really know much about what he said, obviously, simply because, you know, he he said some misrepresenting things. But at the end of the day, it's okay to not agree with homosexuality. I know some people will tell you it's not okay to do that, but let's be honest with you. A lot of people in this country don't agree with it. As far as not agreeing with it, I'm not saying hate at all. I'm just saying as far as not wanting to live their life like that and not agreeing with the way, you know, not agreeing with that in general, simply because most of it's religion or maybe socioeconomic backgrounds. But it is okay to think differently than all those around you. This herd mentality in America has got to stop. Not everybody's going to agree with homosexuality. Not everybody's going to agree with being trans, lesbian, whatever you may call yourself. In Demi Lovato's case, non-binary, have no clue what that means, but she's also probably cracked out in a den somewhere anyways. Um, But I just wanted to come on here and talk about that because it really bothers me the way that people think that, you know, you have to agree with it. Or you're not, you know, or you're a piece of shit, or you're hateful, or you're, you know, a trumper, or you're, you know, this, that, or the third. Sometimes people just disagree with it. It's okay to disagree. I mean, obviously, I don't, you know, you don't hate anybody for living their life that way, obviously, because that, you know, that's not cool to live, you know, to hate somebody for that. Um, But as far as not agreeing with it, you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, you've got people like... Um, Elton John coming out and saying that as musicians, we've got to, you know, help, you know, marginalized people all over the world. Well, how about you put money in people's pockets? You're rich enough. How about you take some people and give them a better life, Elton? I'm sick of these celebrities always having something to say about, you know, any of these issues that are going on in the world, but yet whenever there's actually something going on, you rarely hear about him even doing stuff, which he might, you know, give to people. He might, I don't know, but I'm just saying instead of bitching about it as a celebrity, you know, all the celebrities during the quarantine were like, you know, we're going through it just as much as y'all are. Yeah. It's a little bit harder for me to believe that when you're sitting in a $10 million mansion with plenty of money and the means to be able to take care of yourself and your family. Meanwhile, there's people losing their homes, losing their livelihoods, and getting a measly $350 a week check or a month, whatever, from the government. And then, you know, it took us, what, a year to even get $1,000 from the government, and it's just like, how much money do we all pay into the, you know, taxes? But I digress on that. It just... It kills me that celebrities, you know, and then you got the, the, the vaccination program that they got rolling out. Like anybody gives a shit what Olivia Rodrigo is saying to me on a thing saying, go get vaccinated. Like I hate her more now than I did. I already didn't like her, but I hate her even more now. 
if you have to convince people this much to get a vaccine, which I am vaccinated, by the way, before you start hurling the insults over there, I am fully vaccinated, Pfizer. Um, but and it, <laughs> it's just one of those things. If you have to, you know, try to prove to somebody that this is, you know, such a great thing, it just, I mean, if I were to go back, I wouldn't be just simply because, you know, it's just one of those things like it doesn't even protect you from getting it. I mean, which what no vaccine does per se, but it helps you with the effects. But at the same time, in all honesty, as long as the people that are in the most high risk groups, elderly, overweight, you know, maybe people that have asthma, breathing issues, you know, respiratory problems, as long as they were to get it, why should people that are healthy, normal, 18 to 30 year olds having to get it or want, you know what I'm saying? Or getting it. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, in all honesty, and then you're having to tell, you know, beg people to be like, oh, you know, you can get vaccinated here and there. If you're, they're not vaccinated by now, they're not going to get vaccinated. Can we, can we, I mean, I don't know if that's considered a hot take, but I mean, if they're not vaccinated by now, more than likely, they're not going to be vaccinated. Let's be honest with ourselves. Like, how long is this going to go on? And now they're saying the booster shots and this, that, and the third. It's just like, leave us alone. Leave us alone. The government was bent up our ass more about the vaccines and spent all this money. I think that that's what it is. I think they spent so much money producing and because I mean honestly if they wanted people to take it the FDA would approve it but you know we all know what that is it's a money maker scheme they wouldn't be able to make money if they approved it so you know we all know how that is if you really want people to take it how about you tell the FDA to approve it instead of trying to make money off the backs of Americans how about that it's not a healthcare thing it's a vaccine thing we all know it's true we all know. I mean, we're not dumb. People think that, you know, it's just. And, and another thing I have an issue with is, is if we're having to convince people, you know. It's just one of those things, man. Like, let's just be honest with ourselves. You're not trying to convince them for their medical sake. You're trying to convince them because you you spend all this money and you're you're they're only good for a certain amount of time and people aren't taking it. So they're losing money. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. I mean, that's that's my soapbox on that. But then we've got to be, you know. And then we've got this. Uh, we've got a consulting firm type thing, you know, going on with this company called BlackRock. Um and it's it's just one of those things, you know, uh, <laughs> it's just kind of funny how, you know, they're going to cut the uh, the mortgage thing off, you know, where people are going to have to start paying their rent. And that's going to be any day now. And it's just like Biden's giving these BlackRocks for BlackRock employees. They're they're quitting BlackRock and becoming part of the administration left and right, you know. And they're buying up all these properties and stuff. And it just makes, it doesn't, it, to be quite honest with you, 
And BlackRock is buying houses, by the way, at 50 to 75% over the asking price. You want to know why the housing market's the way it is? And remember these words. Remember these words. BlackRock is an asset manager, and essentially what they're doing is criminal. They're buying up all the properties, all of them. They're buying up all the properties, and then they're, they're either selling them or they're holding them and then they're renting them out for double the amount that they they would actually be should be rented for and in my opinion it's criminal um it's uh you know their pack gave a bunch of of money to the you know they were highly right you know highly in the obama administration you know the executives met with obama and and it just to me it's just a little bit weird that an asset management company is becoming so crucial to an administration and it's not even the fact that they're like in my opinion, what they're doing is they're going to wait until that moratorium stops. And then as soon as the moratorium stops, they can go kick every single person out of those homes in which they'll own the home and can sell it for an easy amount of profit and basically make billions while families are going to suffer. Billions. And I mean, to me, that just... It's it's criminal, it, and, and the thing is, is like you'll you look at it right, and it says the Hunter Housing Economics concluded homes that are built to rent account for around six percent of new homes built in the U.S. every year, right? Six percent. So. Wall Street has also bet billions on the built to rent market by investing in companies that are projected to put down forty billion. Okay. So then when you go down, it's BlackRock is the world's largest asset manager. Biden nominated Brian Deese to serve as director of the National Economic Council. He was the deputy director of both the Office of Management and Budget and the NEC under Obama, of course. And we know we all know how that housing market worked out. (laughs) Can I get an amen? Um, But. Their Vice President Kamala Harris's chief economic advisor, Michael Pyle, was formerly a global chief investment strategist at BlackRock. So, I mean, it's just these are guys that are getting high, high government positions. And for what? What are they doing? You know, what exactly? And, and the thing about it is what makes it even better is that BlackRock played a very prominent role in the financial crisis in 2009 or 2007 to 2009 under Obama they played a prominent role aiding the Federal Reserve and during the COVID-19 pandemic. So what I believe let's just be honest with ourselves is probably a little bit of payback, a little bit of you owe us, you know, da 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 da. I just believe that in my opinion it's a very big conflict of interest to have these guys from these companies um, part of the administration. It's a big, huge red flag for me because they're going to end up pricing out families, you know, as far as <clears throat> they're going to end up pricing out these families on these houses. 
they're going to end up tearing. It's going to end up being another financial crisis. And the thing about it is it's a smart play from them, in my opinion, um, because essentially what they're going to do is they're probably just going to aid the federal government again. So we just keep owing them and owing them and owing them. They're the largest asset manager in the world. Trillions of dollars. They've got plenty of money. Um, so I just wanted to get on here and talk about those few things, rant a little bit. This is a quick, you know, quick little maybe 15 minute podcast. I just wanted to come on here and talk about these things because, I mean, what's happening with BlackRock is extremely, extremely, it's a big red flag. And I think more people need to take into account that, like, there are families that are going to be losing their homes very soon. I believe it's from the figures that I've seen based on, like, CNN, Fox, a few, which aren't the most trustworthy at the time. Because they both tell the same story, but two different stories at the same time. But um, around six million people shoot, or might lose their their homes due to that moratorium. You know the the freeze of mortgages. I'm hoping Biden reinstates it. I believe it's the right thing to do. Um, but at the same time, people are going to be looking for their money. The banks. They're going to be looking for these money from these people, and if they can't pay, then they can't pay. But at the end of the day, there's going to be a time when the moratorium is lifted. And, I mean, I think that it should probably be December 31st maybe or maybe like January 31st of next year. Um, I just – I just want you to, you know, wanted y'all to know that that's what's going on in this country right now. It's a big crying shame, and um, I believe that it's it's going to cause more pain than anything. Um, but that's it. That's the episode. If you like it, please uh, listen to it in its entirety. Listen to my other episodes. I'll be trying to release more stuff. If you want to be a guest um, and you know me personally, just text me, call me, whatever. Um, But yeah, this was another episode. Appreciate it.